My name is Matt West, and tonight I'm joined by my little drummer boy, my good friend Taylor. How are you doing tonight, Taylor? Did you just call me small? <laughs> is that, you call me little drummer boy. Okay, if I'm little drummer boy, you have to be... What's his name? It's not Snowman. It's the one in the Rudolph Red-Nosed Reindeer where he has the goatee Oh, the prospector beard. guy? Yeah, yeah that's who like you that. could be. But like a desert prospector. Yeah, definitely not in the cold. But I feel like that's a good fit for you over anything else. Yeah, that's Especially because you call me Tiny, you SOB. <laughs> I mean more like an endearing fashion, you know? Okay, you're Mrs. Claus. Yeah. Is that an endearing fashion? No, it's just mean and hurtful. No, it's fine. I, whenever you call me Mrs. Claus, I just feel like I got like really good curves, you know? See, like I'm a really again. curvy man. There you go again, talking about your little uh, tributes that you want me to pay attention to. Man, I'm, I'm not, not doing I'm it. I'm talking man. about purely for myself, not how you feel, what you see. I'm talking purely for myself and what I see. Man, why are we Because talking? beauty is in the eye of the beehole. Oh my god. Well, exactly. And I got, so wouldn't it be the, in the, my eye, not in your eye? My eye. And I got a jar of honey in my hands right now. No, now you sound and, like Pooh Bear or something like that. What is the matter with you? What is wrong? What did you get for Christmas, huh? Well, you get you, honey? No, here's the thing Christmas is not about what you get, it's about what you give. So, what did you give this holiday season, Taylor? You know what? I gave your mother a wonderful gift. She appreciated it. I wrapped it underneath the tree. Okay. We opened it up together good. when everybody went to sleep. Okay. She even called me Santa Claus. That's good. What did you give for Christmas? Uh, I gave my brother some concert tickets because he wouldn't go to this concert unless I got him tickets. I got my other brother some concert tickets to go with me to because if not, like he wouldn't go. And then I got my younger brothers, the new Super Smash Brothers. Did you play it? No, because I had to write something and I had a headache. And the remotes are tiny, man. They're so yeah. tiny. Like even for me, and you making the reference of I'm a little drummer boy. Even for me, the remotes <laughs> are small. Well, maybe if they were drumsticks instead of like two oh, little handles, oh. you'd, be, you'd enjoy the game. Seriously, more. if the audience could see right now, I'm flicking you off right now. I'm flicking you off. That's what you're I, doing to me. I right. can't even see what that oh, little okay. finger. Oh, the finger is too small. All right, is that what you want to do? I'll leave. Yeah, I will walk off the show right now. I mean, I, I don't could, need this. I could probably do the whole show just oh, a, you know what I'm sure just people would love to, to hear your voice for the next well, hour well I mean, hey subscribe to the podcast if you subscribe to the show maybe one day you'll get a show that's just me for an hour and a half God, they're gonna unsubscribe talking. now the people that are subscribed are unsubscribing as you're talking no that's the subscribe button we hit <laughs> all over the world they have the little telephone operators pulling the switches, run the switches. Man, I miss that. Um, That's so cool whenever you cool. see that. Back I like. I really like it. Mad Men, the first episode of it. They're all inside smoking cigarettes, running the switches. It's Mad Men's cool. not good. Yeah, I'm good. gonna throw this out there to you. This I know. Me. I know it's one of your favorite. It's just not good. It's boring. There's nothing that happens. I like the surrealism of it. That's fine. And you know what? That's great. But Matt, how long does that last? An hour? One episode? It can't minutes. last for a whole season of me just watching that. I mean, but like it's over. six seasons over like 15 years. Oh, Decades we're talking about. Oh. Lives changing. Entire but lives. Not, oh, God. At least let me have a character die by a sword like Game of Thrones or some crazy thing. And a guy hangs himself. Okay, I'll give you that. That's yeah. pretty nice. Yeah, wait, he, wait, he what season do, is that in? Like four. Okay, I have to watch three seasons of garbage. Yeah, until, no, there's like right. good hippie stuff. Like the women are cool in it. Uh, the Macy's is pretty cool. You said good hippie stuff, <laughs> yeah. and you said the girls and the Macy's. Yeah, the girls are cool in it. How are the Macy's cool? Like the Macy's store thing is cool, because like you used to go to Macy's to buy everything. I went to JCPenney's. 
Uh, when yeah, not when the last time went to JC Penney. Dude, JC Penney's going pay. Who is? See, who that's what I mean. It's a different. Hold on, hold on. Where, it's a different. Where did you like, go to Macy's? I haven't been. Oh, actually, the last time I went to the mall was my brother's birthday because I had to buy a belt. And it took me like 40 minutes to buy a belt. Wait, you had to buy a belt for yourself? For myself, yeah. So on your brother's birthday, you bought something for yourself, and then we just had a discussion on how your favorite thing about Christmas is giving. Well, no, it's not my favorite thing, but it's the reason for the season. It's the whole point of it. It's to give You just like made an emotional speech. Yeah, I can't remember what I said. Oh my god! <laughs> so, what did you give this holiday season? Uh, well, besides well actually, I, I mean, to, I, yeah, I mean to say, we're a politically correct podcast. This holiday season, what did you give? Yeah, besides uh, what I gave your mother underneath that Christmas tree, uh, I think which was a bowl. She liked it very much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a, a, a bowl. red bowl. A red bowl. Yeah, red bowl, definitely. Yeah, nothing else. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Of course. All right. So let's see. I want to say the best gift that I gave this year. Probably was during the white elephant because, yeah, our family plays the white elephant nonsense game where you had to take a crappy grip from your home and somebody chooses. I would say the best gift that I had somebody select, and you'll appreciate this, Laguna Beach Season 2. <laughs> I gave that away. I would say that's probably my number one gift. Who'd you give it to? Uh, Kirsten. Good. Little girl. Yeah. She, Bad idea, Well, actually. she was excited because she was up to pick a gift, and I was like, Kirsten, pick mine. You'll love mine. She opened it and she found a Knight's Tale and she found Laguna Beach. Yeah. And she wasn't as happy as I thought she'd be. In fact, she was pissed off because she listened to me and she doesn't want to watch it. <laughs> she, but she'll watch four episodes and be like, oh, so like, this is what it was like to be cool in like 2003. Wow. I, mean, I think what she was mad at was that she is upset that she's having to start at season two. Oh. And she, she was by her season one anyways. It's probably four bucks. Yeah, it's go like half price bookstore. Dude, that's a collector's you item. You can buy that online. Point. It's a collector's item, man. No, like, I don't know. I reached the point where if I want something, I just buy it. So, like, it, you know, it's all about the giving this time of year. Doesn't that suck, though? And that's what I feel like whenever I tell people, oh, hey, Taylor, what do you want for Christmas? Give me a gift card. No, no, no. I want to get you something meaningful. You just asked me what I wanted. I told you a gift card. Why don't you write me a cute little note? Yeah, write me a cute note with the Say, gift card inside Taylor, the card. you are so dear to me. Yeah, Here's we'll, a $50 gift we'll card. We'll love it together. And that's my whole thing is, uh, I'm, I'm like you. If I want it, I'll buy it. Yeah. Because like, I got this dumb Xbox. I played for like two hours. And I got this backpacking backpack. And I got some microphones. And damn, we're going to sound sexy next week. Live feed and, too, I hear. Yeah, live feed. <laughs> live feed. Live feed. Sexy microphones. And so, yeah, I need something, I just buy it. All right. Well, I'm glad that, I, first of all, the audience is going to be able to see that we sit entirely unclothed, uh, separated Right from next each to other. each other. We're, oh, right next to each other. Hands well, on each other. Hands on each other's hips. Hands are not on each other's hips. Yeah. That is not what's going on right Twirling now. Twirling our hair. No, no more. <laughs> no, I'm not even going to make a comment on that. Well, that's fine. Uh, so, Taylor. Are the Cowboys back? So, Matt, <laughs> I won. I got what I wanted, man. I Just like everybody yelled at me saying, oh, yeah, Cowboys suck. Look what the Colts did. I knew exactly what they were pulling. This was a game they needed to show up. It wasn't an impressive performance. Once again, that offense is just 
Oh my god, it blows my mind with just how terrible they are. Yeah, it's and weird they don't throw the ball to Mark Cooper more. I, it just, he caught like one screen pass that game. There's a time he just didn't But that's those. the thing. is like they keep switching, thinking they're making a game plan for the team that they're playing. Yeah. But their game plans are stupid. Instead of running the plays that work for them, they're like, oh, no, 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 it won't work for this team. Let's try this instead. That's not what you're good at, though. So why are we even trying it? Again, after this season, I'm excited that we made the playoffs. I don't think we're going to make the Super Bowl, regardless of how open I feel the NFC is, because I do believe it's open in a way, even though if it goes through New Orleans, that's just scary. When it comes to the Cowboys, I'm excited. I just want, after this season, Jerry Jones going to the locker room. Who has control over the offense? Please raise your hand. You are all fired. Now leave. It's funny you say that, too, because, like, any play you run against Tampa Bay is probably going to work. Yeah! Because their defense is terrible. Uh, the one thing I saw is they were able to get a lot of interior pass rush, and it kind of goes to the fact that it was Davis who had a bad game. Vida Vea finally did something. He was, like, their – he was their first-round pick. I was going to say, like, he's, like, their, like, seventh didn't get, pick. Uh, didn't he get, like, two sack? sacks? Oh, one had the face mask, but he was strong. Low had a good bull rush. His hands look nice. But, yeah, like, overall, like, as long as you don't turn the ball over, you're going to beat the Buccaneers because they, of course, had three. Tur- they had two turnovers this game. One went yes. for a touchdown, and the Buccaneers led the NFL in turnovers this year. Oh my God, Jalen Smith! Thank God. But that's the only thing is like the defense is the one that's having to control everything. They're the ones Jalen yeah. Smith scoring that touchdown. I mean, without that touchdown, hell, Matt, I'm nervous. Yeah, I'm really nervous. And this is where I just hate it because just like when I go to the playoffs at home game, I feel like I'm going to be stressing. Because I feel like I should be comfortable, but I, I hate the offense. I just hate them so much. And thank God for that defense because it's at least fun to watch for me. Yeah, and that's this is why I won the Cowboys to win the NFC East because they're the only team who did something You wrong. wanted them to go up against the Giants this week to try oh, yeah, to win yeah, the division yeah. so that they could blow it so you <laughs> could be, laugh at me. Very funny. Don't you dare say but that. We did have this conversation four weeks ago where I said – yeah, I do like this Cowboys team because they were actually good at something. They can play defense. The rest of these teams in this division couldn't do anything, but that was, of course, the Eagles without their Super Bowl MVP <laughs> playing quarterback. And those are two entirely different teams. But last week with our picks, I went 3-1. and one, You went 2-2. Two and two. On the year, I'm 29-19. You're 25-23. and 23. And these picks will also continue on into the playoffs. Uh, it's not all over yet, just yet. Soon, but I not still think you're lying, though, but it's okay. It's fine. You know, I'm not a liar. You're always a liar. First and foremost, I'm a Houston Texans fan. Second oh and second God. most, I am not a liar. By I'm not way, a crook. I'm not a liar. By the way, to backtrack, since we were talking about Eagles, you you sent me the text about midway through your Texans game saying, oh, I told you we were going to lose. This is what happens. And then I sent you the text a minute before the game saying, oh, Texas just took the lead. Now what do you think? You said it was the most impressive thing you've ever seen by Deshaun Watson, and yeah. that you were a true believer. No, I said Deshaun Watson is an F-word believable. Okay. Something like that. Either way, and then when Nick Foles drove down the field, and you were proven right, <laughs> I was actually I was surprised, because I sent you the text still, but yet you were still excited about your Texans team, even though you just lost to Nick Foles. Yeah, because Deshaun Watson's really good. Oh and my like, God. We've already... Oh my God. Like that's I, why I'm I'm still shocked by how good Deshaun Watson is. Okay, I don't I don't understand how that's. Yeah, we'll talk about them more in oh, a second. Oh, good, because that's so, one of the games we picked. Yeah, right? so yeah. Jacksonville's playing Houston. Houston's seven half point favorites, and we're gonna kind of combine this all in the AFC South together. Oh God, the Titans, the Colts are playing the Titans. 
uh, for a possible AFC South championship game. And the Colts are three-point three favorites. Then we'll talk about Bears-Vikings. Vikings are six-and-a-half-point favorites. We'll talk about Bengals-Steelers. Steelers are 16-and-a-half-point favorites. And then Browns-Ravens. Ravens are six-point favorites. So this week in the AFC South, which is, if you want to understand the game of football, it starts with the AFC South. If you understand the AFC South, you can understand the universe. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I firmly believe this. And so the Texans are playing the Jaguars. Now, you know, go back to this uh, Texans-Eagles game that you brought up. The Texans in the last three weeks against deep passes, 15 for 24, 489 yards allowed, 20.4 yards in attempt, one touchdown and one interception. Uh, Nelson Aguilar burned Tyron Matthew for like a 75-yard touchdown. No matter what they did, they couldn't cover Zach Ertz. They had, their safeties had trouble covering Alshon Jeffrey. They couldn't cover Darren Sproles out of the backfield. And like it, like it goes all year, whenever the Houston Texans are playing, just throw the football at them. You'll be okay. You'll score points. Uh, the only thing the Texans did well on defense was use Javon Clowney on inside rush moves against uh, Vita. He was spectacular. And at a minimum, he should be franchise tag next year. And even I'm kind of leaning towards just like give him $18 million a year because he's that good and worth it. So... In this Jacksonville game, have you watched the Jacks the Jaguars all recently? Because it's pretty, it's pretty funny. I'm only the only parts of the games that I watched was actually against the Colts when they, when they shut them out. Yeah, when they shut them out. Other than that, though, no, because it's disgusting. What are you even watching? And by the way, that was the loudest clip of oh my, of a cap I've ever heard in my life. I love Cobra Mountain Dew. Oh my god, god. Is good. do they even make that in can anymore? Yeah, I don't even think they do. Yeah, they would make that in bottle. No, I buy twenty four packs. This is what I got here right now. They don't even make it in can. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I had an eBay notification. Either way, no, I have not watched the Jags because the only thing they have for me that is going to be worth watching is Fournette. And ever since the Buffalo incident with Fournette, I'm not, like, a fan at all. I just think he's a jackass. He's kind of mean. No, he's just a jackass. Like, I don't even know if it's because he's not smart enough, but I think he is. Or is he doing something to prove to his team? But he's a pain in the ass. And I'm surprised Coughlin has been putting up with him as much as they have. Because, well, like, he's their offense. Yeah, but exactly. there's supposed to be this power run scheme, and they're all offensive line got hurt. But you're answering on why I haven't been watching him, because it's it's him or bust, and he's not going to win you the game. Yeah. So I watched that Jaguars-Miami game. It was so funny. (laughs) The Jaguars kicked a field goal off their long snapper's butt. They face a 4th and 46 at one point. This is the longest down in distance in the league this year. The second longest was Tampa Bay faced the first and 30. What was the history, though? Do you know what the history is for, like, first? No, I don't know what the longest. I can find out. first and like 46, or fourth, fourth and 46, that, how could that not be the longest? The best part of it is they faced third and 38, and Cody Kessler dropped back to pass. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, you know, when you're already at rock bottom. Bring it home, baby. <laughs> yeah, just eat that hamburger off the floor. <laughs> put Pour some ketchup on your carpet. Jam that needle in your heart. Who cares at that point? <laughs> just go all the way in. Put on, put some Eminem, uh, Slim Shady on the radio, and then wash, so wash it down with some cover Mountain Dew. You're at that point. But yeah, he got sacked in like two seconds and faced fourth and 46, and it was hilarious. So I think really like the big thing about this game is the Jaguars aren't going to be able to score points. They can't throw the ball. Bortles is starting. The difference between Bortles and Kessler is about 1.6 yards in attempts. Oh, God. Uh, 
Kessler is sacked 8% more often than Bortles at 14.9% compared to 6.9%. And the Jags offensive line doesn't have any of the same starters except for A.J. Cannon at left guard. They had to move Amame to right tackle in this game. Josh Wells is playing there. He's really bad. Uh, they had uh, Chisel have a play at right guard whenever Amame moved to right tackle. Tyler Shatley is their center who replaced Brandon Linder. Uh, A.J. Cannon is still there at left guard. Eric Flowers is their non-ironic uh, left tackle. And so Watt and Clowney have 14 half Watt has 14 half sacks. Clowney has nine sacks. Clowney has never had more than 10 sacks in his in a season in his career. And like I think he could have like four or five this game. And the Jaguars throw the ball 30 times. They Blake Burroughs may get sacked 10 times on this plays. And that's like the one thing you're really looking for in this game for a Texas fan is to see Clowney get like three sacks and Watt get like four sacks to pad their stats pretty good. Okay, so speaking as a Cowboys fan, it would be hilarious. How would you feel if your team lost this game? Oh, I want them to lose this game. What? That You even <laughs> said that you were the number one fan, and I quote, you bleed the Houston Texans. I bleed Liberty Wyatt. Okay. That makes zero <laughs> sense considering what you ju- You just said that that would be funny to you. No, I want – so this is why I want them to lose. Yeah, you got to give me a reason. If they lose Sunday Night Football, Al Michaels – that smooth man, Chris Collinsworth. Oh my God. AFC South <laughs> Championship. Colts, Titans. I've been wanting an AFC South Championship for like nine years now. And it never happens. We always get really close and then the Jaguars blow it. We get really close and then the Titans blow it. We get really close and the Colts blow it. Something always happens to pre- prevent this. Last year is like the Titans lost in week 15 because they would have played, I think, Houston week 17. Or they would play the Jaguars week 17-4, but they blew it and lost like week 15 to stop it from happening. This week, it could happen. The Texans just need to lose on Sunday, and that's what I'm pining hard for right now. Matt, I'm once again going in. <laughs> I, I feel like your, your title on this show, it has to Best be the worst. Ever. It has to be the worst fan. <laughs> Smartest fan It has to be the ever. worst fan ever. That's what you are. You just spilled a whole bunch of crap all over your team. You, you just said that you would rather the ex, the moment and the excitement of two other teams versus watching your team win the division. Yeah. Oh, my. You make me sick. And also, also I do think if they're the sixth seed, going to Baltimore with the Ravens being the three seed is probably a better matchup than Houston versus Indy at home. Even give though it's a home playoff that, game. Though. Give me that, but Don't give me the whole bunch of BS no, before. No, no. Give me this. The main reason why, though, is I want the AFC South title game. Oh, my God. The part that I can – and, like, if that's all I care about. But then, like, yeah, I'd be better off in the postseason they play Baltimore than they played Indy because, again, the Indianapolis Colts can throw the football and they can stop the run. Um, and also the Jaguars have a top-10 defense. So – in this game, I'm picking Houston win 23-13. The line here is 7.5 Houston. All right. So, for me, I'm not going to lie to you. I fully have – in fact, I'll put it to you this way. I think it's like 18-6 Texans. Okay. I like those scores. Like, I just – I don't think it's going to be anything really. Yeah. Uh, BFD, the guy I did the show with on Tuesday, he picked 22 22- – like 10 Texans, he said five field goals and a touchdown. Yeah, I think it's going to be disgusting. <laughs> My other thing you, though, is – so I don't I don't get the Jags with the Bortles thing. And sorry to extend the segment a little bit, but where is, where is he going to go? Is he staying? He just signed the contract last year. You're the AFC South guy who says this is the greatest conference. So here's my thing. Is he the quarterback next year for the Jags, or is he playing for another team? They're, I mean, they're, they can release him. They're going to try to trade him, and nobody's going to take him No, Nobody's going to take that. 
He'll be a backup quarterback somewhere, hoping like Tennessee. Is he making like oh like eighteen million as a backup quarterback? Yeah, but like they would they had to pay like sixteen million in dead money, but they would save like two million dollars or four. They would save a little bit of money if they come next year. They have to pay, but I haven't looked it up exactly. I do that after the Super Bowl because I'm only the only thing that matters is right now here at this moment at this instant. We can worry about Blake Bortles in his future. Do they draft a quarterback, Jax? Probably. I want them okay. to sign Teddy Bridgewater though. Man, you and Teddy, that crush, <laughs> good lord. Your, your man crushes on quarterbacks have me so you know, weirded one, out. One of the things that uh, I firmly believe in is unrequited love, and that's me and Teddy Bridgewater. I'm telling Case Keenum. It's fine. Okay, okay. I'm telling Case. This isn't a, a one-woman man, you know? One-woman man? One Who's po- the woman in this? <laughs> a woman, you know? A woman? Well, you I don't know. Case, like, what yeah. does that make it as? You got Case, you no, no, Teddy. Woman. Yeah. <laughs> what does that make it I don't know. I don't know. I just, it just sounded funny. is a man? It just sounded funny. So, if the Texans win, the Titans and the Colts play Sunday Night Football for a playoff spot. So, whoever wins that game is going to be the sixth seed. If Houston loses, that game will be for the AFC South Championship, which is what everybody wants, especially me included. Uh, so that game, the Colts are on the road with their three-point favorites. Do you think there's any way the Titans can beat the Indianapolis Colts on Sunday night? I, I don't. I just can't see it at all, especially with the passing game of the Colts. I mean, think about it. The Titans are coming off four wins here. And it's against the Jets, the Jacks, the Giants, and the Redskins. <laughs> What am I supposed to do hey, with that? They, that they won football games. They, they have won football it's games. It's hard to win football games in December, Taylor. The whole thing is, is I was actually big on this team because they beat the Cowboys, and I was like, ah, one. And that was just a one-time Mary offense. Mariota made some really good throws that game. But too. then he also made the really good throws against the Pats in New England. So I kind of had me believing that maybe the Tides are – Yeah, it was – because it was back-to-back weeks yeah, where everybody yeah, was now jumping then, on the bandwagon, but then who did they play I remember, after? I remember now – they did that, and it was like, this is what the Titans should look like. And they went all the way back yeah. to just run the ball in the middle. Because who and did they play, by the way? I can't remember. They played the Colts after. Uh, and that, that is who brought them back down to earth. And then after the Colts, they played the Texans, who then brought them back even yeah, yeah. further down to earth. And then they went on this four-game win streak here. So I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed at all. I know Mariota, he is going to be coming back. He's practiced today, so he has that. And I... The only thing I think that's positive about Tennessee Titans, maybe you can give me a more elaboration over what's going on. Where did Derrick Henry come from, man? We were all we were all talking so much smack about him at the beginning of the year. Ever since the whole stiff arm game against the Jags, who is this guy? I'm seeing somebody else. He just started breaking tackles and going outside. But that's one that he's going to do. <laughs> that was the most. That was that's the it. lamest. It, but you could say that's it. But why is Deion Lewis now not getting it? I think that's part of it, though. It's like Henry can Lewis, get Henry can get four yards at the middle. He's not going to get you more than that at the middle. But then he has to possibly bounce things wide outside. He doesn't offer really anything on the passing game. And like, I don't know, that was probably the most boring nine-nine yard play in NFL history. His, his nine-nine yard Wait, run. Come on, he's that wasn't boring because he stiffed arm a guy into the ground. He stiffed arm like hundred sixty pound AJ Boye. Yeah, we did it three different times. Yeah. So come on, that's impressive. It's boring is if there's nobody in front of you and you just go that's just not why well why would that be more impressive Matthew I don't know he's just kind of slow so he had to go through that like a faster running back would have just ran nine nine yards not a problem um but yeah for this game I really don't see a way the Titans beat the Colts just mainly because the Titans don't do anything super well they are just pretty good at everything on defense and then additionally Marcus Mariota may not even play maybe Blaine Gabbard and like you know it's 
It's a difference. I just told you he practiced. Yeah, but he still can't feel the right side of his body. Do you have to He's, feel that to play? I think so. <laughs> and uh, it's like he can't feel the right side of his body. He's, if he takes one hit, you know, one good lick, maybe he comes out again. And like if Gabbert comes in, it's just all – it's like watching Blake Bortles. It's play action passes and running for first downs. It's gross. And like the Colts are really good right now. They're fourth and run defense DVOA. Their secondary is whatever. Uh, but Andrew Luck, those, some of the throws he made in that Giants game were just – I was biting my fingers off, you know. What, what does that even mean? Look, I got nubs here. Okay, okay. Let me, let me switch over to the Colts in here because – okay. All right. I've been wanting to go on like a 2009 rampage spree here of what I predict for the future. Yeah. Just to let you know, I don't predict anything good for the Texans when the Colts look like this. Because my issue now is, is Andrew Luck back? Speaking of like the Cowboys being back, is Andrew Luck back? I think he is back in the real freaking deal again, which is scary for you guys. Well, the thing with Luck, whenever he started the year, he had no arm strength, but he had touch. And now he has arm strength a little bit. And like he's slowly getting better. Exactly. And he's slowly getting better. And that's my thing is the Colts had a slow start this year. Now they gained steam and they were the hottest team coming out. Yeah. And you're even concerned that you don't even want to see them in the playoffs. Well, because they throw the football a lot. So so my question to you though, if they make the playoffs, which I think they are, can they go on a run to Super Bowl? Mm, I wouldn't say that. Oh wait, what are you gonna say? I just don't think they can outscore Kansas City or Los Angeles if it came down to it. I am not with Kansas City anymore. Yeah. They are not the same team. But I think like I think Mahomes could throw for four hundred fifty yards and five touchdowns on. That's great. What would uh, Andrew Luck do against that defense? I don't know. It would be disgusting <laughs> it, to watch. It would be like that. It'd be the that Los wild card. No, it'd be like that wild card game the Colts and Chiefs played. Like four years ago in 2014, where the Colts had that big comeback to beat them to be Alex Smith. I think I remember that man. That's yeah. so long ago. I don't even know what I was doing in 2014. Uh, I don't know. Probably hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, probably with you still. I don't know. I know. I didn't, we smoked a Brit. I don't. I can't remember. I remember that day a little bit. <laughs> I don't remember anything. Yeah, my stomach still hurts from that day. So who are you picking this game? And again, the the line is Colts are three point favorites on the road. By the way, I can't believe that. Still, I have the Colts actually winning pretty big here. I got Colts. I got them at twenty eight, and I got the Titans at seventeen. Uh, yeah, I have the Colts winning. I don't know, man. Twenty four thirteen. Like they're. I mean, they're just gonna beat the Titans. And again, the Titans don't do anything particularly well. Uh, Drew well, Casey's hurt. Pick? Oh wait, no, I picked the Titans. You picked the Titans? No, I picked the Colts, I mean. I picked the Colts. All right, I, picked I just the like saying the word Titans. No, no, no. Put me down as the Colts. I'll, I have to leave this game. Yeah. I, I just don't trust the Titans. All right. I have to pick against you. That's my whole thing. I have to pick against you because I have to get my record back even though I think you're a liar. You still have the playoffs too. Yeah, the playoffs, I feel like you and I are going to have a lot of same picks here. I don't know. Who knows? Who uh, knows? Yeah, you were also doubting a lot of my teams that are somehow making runs. So Yeah, well, works. I'm a liar. I'm a, that you know that song. <laughs> what is it? I'm a liar. I'm a cheater. I'm a saint. I'm a, I don't think that's what it is. Something like that. We're gonna look it up. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break and we're gonna look up these lyrics and we'll be right back in a second. And if you haven't subscribed to the show, and we're back. So the next thing we're talking about is the Chicago Bears going to Minnesota to play the Vikings. The Vikings are six and a half point favorites. Um, so while this game is going on, the Los Angeles Rams will be playing. The worst team in football, but a team that has my heart, the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, the Cardinals really do need to change their name, though. I mean, I can't, I can't hamper, hamper on this enough. 
Is that what? Didn't how you want them to be called like the Arizona Canyons? Yeah. Isn't that what you wanted? Like the saguaro, the cacti, the rattlers, the condors. Oh. Anything. Anything else but Cardinals. Uh, but so what's going to be happening is the Rams are going to be playing the Cardinals. If the Rams are up big at halftime, the Bears may pull their starters. Head coach Matt, Matt Nagy said, we're going to go out and we're going to try to win this game. We're going to try to win it. We're going Because if the Bears win, the Rams lose, the Bears get the number two seed. And if the Rams win, the Rams get the number two seed. So along the line here, especially for the Minnesota Vikings, where if the Vikings win, they make the playoffs. But the Vikings lose and the Eagles beat the Redskins, then the Eagles make the playoffs. Who would you like me to talk about first here? Uh, talked about both of them. Here, do you want me to go on my Vikings rampage right now? Yeah, I saw about Kirk Cousins. All right, that's the rampage I'm about to go on here. Dude, this is it. You win, you're in. This is why we gave you the $87 million, is so you could do it right here, right now. (laughs) I feel like Kirk Cousins right now. I don't feel good. I love it so much. Oh, my God. He does not feel good. That's why I love it. You know that tummy is turning. This is everything. If he wins this game, he is worth $10 million this year. But only 10 out of that $87 million. So here's my thing. He is going to blow this. You think so? He is going to lose against Chicago. Chicago has nothing to play for. Absolutely nothing in my opinion. Yeah, you could say whatever you want. Oh, second place. Yeah, second place is great for well, a wonderful I was going to say that the adversity and the challenge of the opponent and playing to win the game and the integrity that comes what, with it. What did you just go on about? <laughs> did you just just read that? Was that a was that a My Little Pony card that you just read there? Hey, yeah. you know, you hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Oh, God. Okay. You want to save it. I'm not listening to this about Kirk Cousins. So, here's the thing. I heard a stat, and I, I don't... If you want me to bring up the show, I will. But I was listening to one of my sports talk shows, the one that you're not a proud of. However, they mentioned a stat that I had to look yeah, up. Yeah, let's hear it. Kirk Cousins is four and twenty-three against teams over five hundred. That's not that Matthew Stafford stat. He's like one in twenty-seven against teams Met, above five hundred. Met four in twenty-three with teams over five hundred. That is maybe one of the most shocking and unbelievable stats I've ever heard. Because here's my thing: if you're Minnesota today, I tell you that stat. Do you still give him eighty-seven million? Uh, Even for what you've seen, what he's done. I mean, I think they knew that stat when they signed him. Well, now it's well, it's much worse. I mean, it's worse year. now. Yeah, but it's I, much worse. This I still year. think they knew his record against teams above five hundred when they signed him. If you were in the front office, would you sign him? For the if, if I you knew that record, again? would you sign him? Somebody brought you up and said this is his record against these teams. I mean, I don't know. It's just such a weird situation they were in where they had Keenum, who was the most efficient quarterback in football last year. But you're waiting for the impending regression. His sack rate went up. His interception rate went up this year in Denver. You just had to compliment the man, didn't you? No, like it got worse. Like He got worse at taking sacks. got worse at throwing interceptions. Wasn't pushing the ball downfield as much in Denver. And also like playing without Stephon Diggs. Now, Thielen's a lot different. And so like they pay Kirk Cousins that much money so they didn't have to deal with the regression. And they knew that they were probably going to get worse play at quarterback. But for him to be as like... He's just so misleading. Like his numbers this year, 29 touchdowns and 10 receptions, 7.27 yards in attempt, a 70.6.8% completion percentage. But whenever they were on that losing streak, they scored 20 points against Chicago, 24 against Green Bay, 10 against New England, 7 against Seattle. His yards per attempt, 9, 4.57, and then 6.3. And like, and then it was 5.7 against Chicago. Like, whenever he's not throwing the ball downfield, he's terrible. And he kind of 
gets conservative, gets in his shell, stops pushing upfield while he has these great wide receivers, and it's killing this team. All right, so here's my thing. You know they're coming off like two blowout wins. And you know why nobody cares and nobody's talking about them? Because it gets the Dolphins and the Lions. You know what it is? Yards per 10 for in those games? It has 10.24 that's what and 9.04. Like, throw the ball downfield, Kirk. It works well. But he can't do it against the teams that matter. That's the whole idea. You keep bringing up, oh, it's these, it's him not being able to throw downfield when you should throw downfield. Matt, he is not that guy against the good teams. Kirk, I need you to win this game. This is a must win. You need to win this game. Uh, oh, okay. I don't like you saying it like that because okay, I feel like coach. I, you're giving me anxiety. I feel like, like I'm Kirk Cousins right now. Like that's what it is. It just reminds me of Morty with Rick yelling at Morty. Okay, okay, Rick. <laughs> well, the you know, this game reminds me of. Let me take you in the time machine. Take you way back. Oh, please do to the year of 2016. Oh, yeah. I think it was 2016. Time. Yeah, it was 2016. You can't even remember. So the Redskins were playing the Giants week 17. The Giants already clinched a wild card, a wild card spot. They were playing the Washington Redskins. If the Redskins won, they made the playoffs. They were at home. The Giants came in, played their starters. Kirk Cousins has a chance to lead a game-winning drive to make the playoffs. Instead, he throws the interception to triple coverage. <laughs> the Redskins lose. The Giants win for no reason. The Redskins are out of the playoffs. This is the same game. It's the same game. It's the exact same game. It's the exact same here. If I'm the Bears, I'm playing my starters. I'm going for it. I'm going to. I'm going Matt, to try to beat Washington. Matt, I don't think you have to play. Right, the I mean starters Minnesota. On, I, mean I don't Minnesota. think you have to play the starters on offense. Just play the starters on defense. Yeah, maybe that's so all you have to do. And then you're going to beat Kirk because once Kirk sees the starters on the defense and them yelling at him, he's going to be like, "Please stop." Who's the Vikings backup quarterback? Wait, didn't he? He played. I don't know. Wait. Hey Siri, who's the Vikings backup quarterback? <laughs> She's not on. God, she never. She never talks when you need her. But, she talks when you don't need her to talk. Yeah, who, no, the bear. Oh, the bears back and forth is Chase Daniel. Well, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, bears. We know, yeah. Who's the Vikings? Then? It doesn't matter. Wait, <laughs> I'm just dumb and I'm confused. Oh yeah, well we already knew the bears. I'm gonna cut this out. Not really, but uh, yeah. So the bears maybe Chase Daniel plays. Even that, like, I mean, he was okay. No, they say Trubisky's going. They say cool. Trubisky's Dude, actually going go for the for game. It. Knock him out. It, but it's all about, yeah, they say he's going, but is he going to play for all four quarters, or well, is he just going to come in for a half? That's my that's thing. What, I think yeah, they, I think they blowing could. him out, dude, I think that's when they sit. But also, if he does, because here's also a very Kirk Cousins thing. Chicago's winning, let's say, 21-7. to 7. They pull their starters. Kirk Cousins then goes on a oh, roll, yeah. brings so him all the way back, and he brings him back. They win the game 24-21. He's riding a high. He then goes up a team that plays their real starters, and then he loses. And then he would, they would play Chicago. Would they play Chicago? Who gets to play Dallas? So Dallas is the four seed. Chicago is the three seed. Dallas is going to play Seattle. Chicago is going to yeah. play the Vikings. So if you're Chicago, actually, I think I'd rest my starters and just play Minnesota next weekend instead. At playing Philadelphia. That's not a bad idea. Because if the Eagles... You don't want to play the Eagles right now. No, I wouldn't say you want to play with the... Especially when you could say that you could sit all your starters, even if it's a close game, that's still an edge of momentum in your favor when it comes to the playoff game. I'm kind of with you. I don't see why they wouldn't sit, but they're saying they're not. They're saying they're playing everybody. Yeah. I think it's silly. Either way, I think it's going to be a laughable game because we'll get to watch Kirk Cousins throw his classic two interceptions... And hell, we may even get a third. Ooh, we're lucky. <laughs> you know, I do think what's going to happen in this game is what you're saying, that 
The Bears are going to be up by 23 at halftime. They're going to sit their starters. The yeah. Rams are going to be up by like 31 against the Cardinals. They're going to do the same. And then Kirk Cousins is going to come back. They're going to beat the Bears. And they're just going to get their teeth kicked in the week after that. I agree. And like, I mean, the Vikings still have a top. It's, the Vikings are a lot like the Jaguars this year where they had the two best defenses in football. And this year they're like the seventh and eighth best defense in football. And like, they're still really good, but they're not extraordinary anymore. And the Vikings have like, they pay Kirk Cousins to to build a complete team, and he hasn't been that. And like as long as he's throwing the ball downfield, not being scared, and averaging four point five yards an attempt against New England, you know he can be okay. But there's just he just gets way too. He's just, all you're saying. He just gets fried, and it feels like. Oh, I think it's gonna be a funny case. Now going to my 2019, where I'm gonna jump forward here. Listen. I think it's over for the Vikings in, in 2018. They're not having a season in 2019 to start in January. Their season's not going to start until September. Ooh. Oh, I'm going there. That's a big way to say it. Because I'll put it to you this way. I can see them, even for next year, doing the exact same thing. They're going to go either, oh, excuse me, 9-7, and 10-6. and six. They'll have a tougher schedule? No, they won't. No, there's no way they'll have a tougher schedule than they did I've bit my year. tongue. Yeah, uh, please. Yes. <laughs> I'm bleeding everywhere. Yeah, thank you. 9-7, and seven, though, next year, or 10-6, and six, they're going to be in the same position where they're, they're not going to win the division because Chicago, in my opinion, for their 2019 and, prediction. And Green Bay still, still has Aaron Rodgers. By the way, let me go back to this. Chicago. I feel like they are the only team that can beat the Saints in New Orleans. I am, I I am can... that strong about that defense because otherwise, when it comes to New Orleans and playing in New Orleans against Drew Brees, it's nearly impossible. Yeah. I think Chicago is the only team that can do it. I would still pick New Orleans because New Orleans can stop the run. It'd be, it'd be up to Trubisky to score 24 points or 28 points. I would say he could, sc- I would say he could score 24. I don't know if I'd give him over 30. Yeah. 30 and above is where I'm going to be well, yeah, yeah. but 24, I think he could pull. And that'd be the idea is the Bears have to limit the Saints to 24. And the Bears' defense by DVOA, they negative 23.4% pass defense, which is first. Negative 28, 28.4% run defense, which is second. Number one is uh, my favorite team, the Houston Texans. That is not <laughs> your favorite team. You just... Oh my God! You done on your team, Matt. In order for you to see the AFC South Championship game, you dumped on your team. You sold out. <laughs> if the if Kirk Cousins was a brand new album, he would be the devil. And is Kirk Cousins good or not? Man, I said. Oh it man, you didn't even say that right. Oh no, it's the devil and is Kirk Cousins good or not? Is ranging inside of me. That'd be the name of the album. If Kirk Cousins was an album, it'd be 98 Degrees. No, it'd be The Devil, and is Kirk Cousins good or not, is raging inside of me. No, be a, no dude. 98 Degrees, why 98 because degrees? he's not hot enough to be 100 Degrees, oh, and he's but not, he's also not cold enough to be under. And he's not hot enough to be a Backstreet Boy, either. There he is. Got it. He is a 98 Degree. He is not Nick Lachey. He's one of those dudes in the background, which, by the way... Nobody can name who the hell those guys were. If you have not, if you have a ninety degree temperature, the nurse doesn't even send you home either. Exactly, You're just kind of stuck there, dude. That's what he is. He is that boy band. Yeah, I'm trying to remember their song that they had. I can't remember. Damn, I can only remember the NSYNC and Backstreet Boys. The only song I remember is "Smooth" by Rob Santana and "Learn to Fly" by the Foo Fighters, and "Aerials" by System of a Down. 
Summer Matt, summer of uh, two thousand one. Matt, you were not that cool back then. You were not listening to that. Yeah, music. I just I, I spent a whole summer watching VH1. Matt, you were the one that introduced me to Hillary Duff. No, I just wanted to throw that. I didn't out have there. to do that. You did that on your own. You actually, you I believe drove me in order to see the Lizzie McGuire movie. Here's the problem, Taylor. Is I'm a man. Well, wait, no, no, no. It wasn't Lindsay McGuire. I'm sorry. It was the Hannah Montana movie. See, you don't even know. <laughs> that was what it was. Because let me ask you this, man. Did we see the Hannah Montana movie in theater together? I don't think so. Oh, dude, you're a liar. Well, we did. <laughs> yes. I blocked on my memory. Well, see, I'm a man. I'm a Nickelodeon man. You're a Disney Channel boy. There's a difference between us two. Yeah. Well. Mine has owned everything on planet Earth while yours is going bankrupt. That's fine. And by the way, Amanda Bynes, your most popular character, she's be doing better. She's, yeah, I yeah, guess so. She's doing better. I heard an article She was very it. funny when she was 12 years old. Dude, come on. She had her own show. Yeah, it was good. Tell you about, yeah, tell you about this day and age where they're like, oh, women haven't been appreciated. Amanda Bynes, Think dude. about her. She had Nickelodeon under her. her finger, man. The only big take I have about people born in 1990s is that the kids who love Cartoon Network, those kids are the ADHD Those kids are the ones freaks. with problems. I agree. Yeah, those are the freaks. Yeah, they my favorite problems. show was Dexter's Lab. No, it wasn't. No. <laughs> it wasn't. I love Ed and Eddie. You have problems. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, didn't you like that show? No. I thought yeah, it was... stay away from the Cartoon Network kids. Yeah. Like Nickelodeon kids are like in between... And then Disney Channel kids are like the real like goody kids, you know, the real good kids. You can just call us what we are, man. We're the white folk. Yeah, they have their mother and their father in the same household. <laughs> Those are the ones who like Disney Channel. I guess, even though Disney Channel nowadays is horrible. I I don't watch it. I'll put it this I'm way. People talk about Disney Channel on the old stuff that I grew up with. They don't talk about new Disney Channel. In fact, I think one of the new actors was arrested. Like one of the dads that play in the show, probably arrested for like hitting on a fourteen-year-old. I wonder what he was doing whenever the show was going on. Uh, probably not uh, reading the script. Yes. Uh, so, <laughs> who do you have for this game? Uh, so for for this game, and the, I got a laugh. The I, Vikings I, are six and a half point favorites. I need a good laugh, so I'm hoping I'm going to get my good laugh. I've Chicago twenty-three. I have Minnesota twenty. All right, I have Chicago 20, Minnesota 10. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. I think the Bears are going to win. Ooh. I think they're going to play their stars the whole game and try to knock them out. Yeah, you keep dreaming over there. You know, my, you know my scenario is going to happen. Maybe so. Those are future foe scenarios, though. The other thing is, too, is like the Eagles are still kind of a bad matchup for the Bears because they have a bad... Well, I don't, you know, I don't know. I'm not going to talk anymore. That, uh, that can no, wait. Why don't you keep talking? Run your mouth. That can wait. The only thing I care about is right here, right now, uh, this moment, this instant. So the Bengals are playing the Steelers. The Steelers are 16 and a half point favorites. So, Taylor, are the Steelers going to fire Mike Tomlin? Oh, my God. Why are you stealing my entire segment? I'm man, asking dude? you the question. I'm setting God. you up. So, All like, right. we're running a two man weave, and there's your bounce pass right there off All the right. glass. You jumped off a trampoline. You're flying high. I, I don't know how I feel about this. Okay, so let me get to the Steelers and Mike Tomlin situation because I'm going to speak about their season here. I went through it a little bit, and I was kind of surprised on what I found here. Maybe not too surprised. It's just in the end, it's Steelers' fault. I mean, it blows my mind. This is why I say it's coaching but and really, why Mike Tomlin should be fired. Don't you interrupt me. I'm on his roll right now. Really, in the end, it doesn't really matter, though. That's the, no, it doesn't really matter. Here's my thing here. All right, so I had, going through the Steelers' losses, I had three losses by three points. 
The Saints, the Chargers, the Raiders. Only three losses by three points? Only three what losses. What about by, by seven points? That's what I was getting at. By seven, good stuff. seven points, only one loss. Still. But that was by another team named the Broncos. Yeah, that was a pretty funny Their game. biggest loss came by 12 points against the Ravens. Their other loss came by five points against the Chiefs. And that was the Joe Flacco Ravens. Yes. Matt, here's the issue. It's the one loss against the Broncos and the one loss against the Raiders. Yeah. The Raiders and the Broncos game are just inexcusable to and they wear. do that every year, too. Mike Tomlin has to be fired. You had to. You, I, I can excuse the other teams losing to them, including the Ravens. I cannot excuse the Raiders, who are trying to lose every single one of them. That was games. a fun game they were playing hard. Dang. Stop it. It is. He has to Their go. backup quarterback was in that game, remember? The Broncos game is more egregious, but the Broncos game, they had Broncos that, game, they lost by seven no, still. but they had awful turnover luck that game. Yeah, you went through the whole spiel even it was, in the end It was zone. really funny. <laughs> Either way, though, I'm still going back to coaching with this. So, yes, to answer your question, Mike Tomlin has to go. But my other thing is, going back to the overall season, do you believe in the whole Le'Veon nonsense where the Steelers kind of sabotaged themselves in order to screw over Le'Veon because they wanted to show this is about the team instead of the player? Do you buy into that? Mm, I mean, I buy into it more the fact that it's a running back, and running backs are more fungible fungible players than other players. And like Curtis Samuel was good this year. James Conner was good this year. If they have Le'Veon, maybe not even bringing up the Saints game last game, because I already would say yes, would they have beaten the Raiders and the Broncos? I The, the problem with the Steelers is that they shouldn't, that game shouldn't even go to one score. They should beat those teams by two scores, three scores of the talent that they have. If, I agree. If they have Le'Veon, do they win? I don't think. I mean, I don't. I mean, I, what do you, what I don't, do you mean? I'm asking you a direct is, question. Is Le- I mean, I don't is, know. So you, I don't think Le'Veon Bell is worth two wins more than Curtis Samuel and James Conner. So really? No, no. So you don't think playoffs are worth it? No, I don't think they would make the playoffs if Le'Veon was there the entire year. That doesn't make any sense because if they would have beaten the Raiders and if they yeah, would have saying, beaten their, the division champs. See, this is why I ask you these questions. I'm putting you on the spot, man. It's what I'm doing. Keeping I, you on I mean, your I toes. Think the, the bigger issue is that these games are coin flips and the Steelers, even without Le'Veon The Raiders Bell, game is not a coin flip, No, but I'm Matt. saying whenever it's a one-score game, it's a coin flip at that point. They shouldn't be in that situation to begin with. In the Raiders game, they did lose Ben Roethlisberger. I'm not, but for how long? A quarter? No, like three quarters. I, I thought he, he only went out in the no, third. No, he didn't I show thought up. he came back. He I thought he went the, out in the second. No, he was, he was out in the third, but then he came back in the fourth because then they go, oh, no, we're no, about la- to lose. The last drive of the game he came back in because they couldn't find the x-ray machine. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. It was the old x-ray machine. That's what we brought up last time. So, going I, – I can't – I just don't – I don't think Le'Veon Bell makes or break their season. I think the bigger problem is that they're playing one-score games against these teams when they shouldn't be. And with the talent they have, they're not getting the most other players. Whose fault is that? I would say you have to find Mike Tomlin. There it is. So my but they should hire is, they should hire Jim Caldwell or Mike McCarthy instead. Oh my! Just God. replace him with the exact same coach. <laughs> By the way, replace him with Mike McCarthy. I will laugh. Jim Caldwell will be so perfect hard. Too, I will. I will like There's another have guy the who doesn't fun. talk on the sideline. Oh, <laughs> Jim, just Jim Caldwell just <laughs> he's the same as Tomlin. Hey, uh, something just bad happened. Jim Caldwell would be like the best substitute teacher. Like, hey, like I'm gonna go to the bathroom. So yeah, go ahead. <laughs> you never. Sh- then nobody shows up, and it just slowly. There's just one kid left. So, to go against your whole point there, because you make no sense. I don't buy into the whole management spiel that management like 
force this in a way to show we're not going to pay our players, so take a walk. I actually buy into the notion that Le'Veon asked for a certain amount that the team was not comfortable with. He was yeah, not they gonna... didn't want to give a guy multiple years for yeah. running back at that price. Exactly. I don't think it was like a we're trying to prove a point here sort of thing. I just exactly. They, I just think they felt that was they didn't feel like it was worth it. The issue is though they would have made the playoffs this year. They would have made the playoffs. They would have been a better team this year. I mean, you can't shrug to me and say no when you even admitted that they most likely would have been better in those games. I mean, they would. And do I, I need to bring better. up the Saints game last game against with Stephen Ridley fumbling the damn ball and, and costing Samuel them? Fumbled as well too. Like, like that's my question. But even is then, that, but it, the bigger problem though in that situation too is the fact that you're playing the New Orleans Saints. The Saints have a top five run defense. It's third and two. Don't run the ball. Throw the ball. You run the ball with Le'Veon, though. Nah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't if it's started two, you're running the damn ball with Zeke. You're running the damn ball with Gurley. Maybe you're running so. the damn ball with Le'Veon. But how much different the results going to be in that situation? With all three of those, I feel like it's going to be pretty much again, the same. Again, it's like, why you have that guy. You're in a coin flip situation when you shouldn't be in that to begin with. I agree with you, but it's also because you didn't have this guy all year. Dude, I'm sorry. I am so sorry, but Le'Veon would have made a change. He would have made a better difference with this team. It's the same thing, I'll put it to you this way, with the Kansas City Chiefs. All of a sudden, who do they look like to you, Matt? Yeah, but They look like, like the Pittsburgh Steelers, don't they? They just throw a ton of incompletions. Well, wait, you're not answering my question. Do they look like the Steelers a little bit? Mm, I wouldn't say that. Oh my god, you just don't want to give me credit! <laughs> no, it's not that. I understand exactly what you're saying. And also, it's one of those things, too, where we're talking off our heads, off what our brains have. I would need to go back and look at the numbers and see the exact differences between Connor... <laughs> And what Le'Veon did last year, and what Samuel did this year. Numbers lie. That's the name. No, of I don't. Show. Because it's the same. <laughs> That's funny. Because it's the same situation. It's the same players around. It's the same quarterback. It's the same offensive line. The biggest thing with the Steelers is they have a really good offensive line. They run block really well. They pass block well. Uh, they have some problems with some edge rushers here and there. But like when you have David DiCastro and Pouncey and Ramon Foster, like who your running back is isn't as important as if you had. A bottom five offensive line. I think that's the difference here. Dude, we could argue about this forever. I can't believe you truly believe that. I'm the biggest. That is the biggest bunch of bogus I've ever heard. <laughs> I prefer the Tim Baloney, Taylor. Um, Baloney <laughs> would Baloney work? Okay. Either way, come on. Le'Veon would have made a better difference. I get you on the I mean, I'm saying they would be better, but I'm saying overall the talent they have, they shouldn't be in the situation they were in. And they shouldn't have played as many close games as they did. Uh, you, you're giving, you're giving me a passing game. You're not giving me anything else. I thought their run game was good this year. Come on. I mean, I can go it's back It's not the here. same, though. That's my entire point to you. It's decent. It's, <laughs> it, what's, what's the word I'm looking for here? It's it's okay. It's solid. It's it's the smooth line across the board. But it's nothing special. That's what Le'Veon brings is the special. I am with you. I would not have paid him. The problem is, if, you ask, if I'm a fan of the Steelers, this is the issue. Because I'm a fan of the Dallas Cowboys. If you now come to me and say, Taylor, we have to pay Zeke this amount of money. You know what I say? Give the man that damn money. When you come to me when it says, Dak, we have to give this man the money. Whoa, whoa, whoa. But Hometown yeah, but like discount, ben, hello. But the Steelers be built differently, though, with the quarterback I, they have and the receivers they have. I agree, but I'm mentioning the special player. Yeah. The special player in their offense, granted Antonio Brown is wonderful, is was, Le'Veon. And amazing. it was Le'Veon. So where does he go? I think he's gonna go to the Jets, or in. I think he's gonna go to Indy. If he goes to Indy, you're gonna lose your mind, <laughs> and you, you lost forever. I mean, I don't know. 
You're going to cry. It'd be a lot of fun to watch him against the Texans. Marlon Mack is fine. He sucked last game, but he's fine. He's good. He stiff on Jadavion Clowney two years ago. When he did that, I was like, this guy's a ball player. There it is. Yeah. That's all I need, dude. I put put a big old fat. Big old dip in your mouth. So it's some 41's fat lip, but it's fat dip. And the whole song's about taking some really big dips. I have never listened to so much fat lip in my entire <laughs> life. It's a good idea. hanging right out with Andrew and Tristan. Yeah, it's the best. Playing fat. I don't know what fat lip, where that even came about, but it's honestly the greatest thing on planet Earth. I want to get my hair cut like that. Move to California. Actually, for next beach trip, we should we should Ooh, just dress like the band. That'd be cool. We should just do it, man. They had the spike necklaces too around their necks. Yeah, I believe. Yeah. 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 Uh, I forgot what we were saying, <laughs> but also like so this Saints game last week, they had a lot of like just strange bad things happen to them. So the Kamara defense. The pass interference penalty on hate on Kamara was a bad call. Ooh, Samuel fumbled in the field goal range. Smith Schuster fumbled in the game trying to extend for extra yards like it was the Derek Mason at the end of the Super Bowl in 1998. You just, feel bad for Juju. Oh, though. it broke my heart. Yeah, because even the on the sideline, too, you felt so bad. He's the best. And then also, they had Stephen Ridley fumble. They ran that really dumb fake punt on fourth and five. And the best part is that the upback thought he got the first down. <laughs> <laughs> He's so excited. But they had like five or six weird things happen to him, and it's been consistently happening to him throughout this year. So, like, me, like, everything I know about one-score games and regression and all that, I think Steelers are going to be good again next year. This is just kind of like a, a weird one-off year for them. And if you want to blame someone, I think you blame Tomlin just because it seems like they, with the talent they have, they shouldn't have been in the amount of situations that they've been in to play as many one-score games that they have. As you mentioned, losing games by three points, by five points, by seven points. Hey, man, we, we can't be finishing here yet. Let's talk about the greatest team ever, the Bengals. All right, so when it comes to next year, i got to start my 2019 pick here. Yeah, fast. All right, so 2019 when it comes to the Bengals. Because the other question is to you, is Marvin Lewis fired? No, he's going to stay. Oh, my God. Okay, it's like so Eli the other Manning. question to you is... Eli Manning is going to stay in New York. Marvin Lewis is going to stay in Cincinnati. Well, I agree with the Eli Manning. Like, here's my thing. You can't interrupt me right now because we have to speed it up. <laughs> is Hugh Jackson remaining as the assistant to the regional manager? For sure. So, what I was hoping on my 2019 theory, they offer Marvin Lewis to step down. They offer Hugh Jackson a step up. All they do is switch positions here. No, they would put Hugh And the like, cycle like will GM continue forever. <laughs> Either way, when it comes to the Bengals next year, I see the exact same thing. Nothing is going to change with this team. A.J. Green, I'm concerned with now when it comes to that toe. I'm not sure if he'll be the same unless that toe comes back fully healed. Then I'll feel a little more confident. Boyd and Mixon are the only things that they can hang their hats to. And John Ross should be better, too. John Ross should be better. And Even Andy Dalton not, can be like the 14th best quarterback in football. Driscoll and Dalton are the exact same they're person. They're not the same They person. are the exact same quarterback. We've already so talked about this. There is not. no difference in the quarterback. Do, do I need to bring up Driscoll's numbers? They're pretty insane. I think last week he had 200 yards and two TDs. I bet he ran for a lot of yards. By the way, my other – Bengals. So you're down 16-0 in the first half, and all you do is, hey, we should continue to run the ball. Hey, we're down 16 0. Let's run the ball. They, okay. need, they need to lose games. Hey, we're down now 21 0. Let's run the ball. And then they score 18 points. Yeah. What is the matter with them? They, don't, you, need to, they don't need to win games as well. Oh, the Bengals are so stupid. Marvin Lewis should be fired. The entire coaching staff should be fired. Andy Dalton is the red rocket that blew up on the launching pad. 
Driscoll hey, is the weird. future. I <laughs> I just believe. imagine like just a dog's penis exploding when you say that. <laughs> a red rocket blowing up on the launching pad. Dude, the red rocket blew up on the launching pad. Never never took off. Yeah, it works for me. I mean, I still like Cincinnati. They're you don't cats. like Cincinnati at yeah. all. I have one of the best days of my two of the best days of my life in the city of Cincinnati. Great. Next year, are they going to make the playoffs? I they probably win seven games, eight okay. games. Okay, yeah. are they going to make the playoffs? I don't know what they're going to do this offseason. Are they making the playoffs, Matthew? I can't say. I want yes or no. That's I'm the all intellectual, I Taylor. Give me I need, a yes or give me a no. I need more information. It's still too soon. All right, so we're going to take a quick break. Make sure you hit that subscribe button for more hard-hitting analysis just like this. I'll be right back in just one second. All right, and we're back. So before we talk about the Browns-Ravens game, what is your pick for Bengals-Steelers? Steelers are 16.5-point favorites. Dude, you have to tell them to hit the subscribe button. Yeah, make sure you hit that subscribe button. There you go. All right, so thank you for asking me my pick. I'm so glad that we're going to talk about it now. I got the Steelers. I got them 30. I have the Bengals 7. <laughs> so I have Pittsburgh 35-17. But now I just kind of feel like Cincinnati may just screw around and lose by 10 or something. <laughs> I this like If you gamble in this game, there's more to this life than betting on sports. Go for a walk. Go ride a bike. You should not gamble in this game at all whatsoever. You have a problem. Let's gamble friend. on this game, man. I'm not going to. Oh, yeah. We should gamble on our high school football instead. Can you do that? No. We already gambled on high school football. When did we do that? What What did we bet on in Vegas? Oh, that was uh, that was Mountain West football. Matt, that was high school football. <laughs> I loved it, though. Just because like, right away, we're like, yeah, we, we screwed up. We screwed up. We lost. We should have hedged at that point, but we didn't. That would require smarter people to do that. So, last game we're talking about tonight is the Cleveland Browns playing the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens are six-point favorites. So, if the Ravens lose this game, the Steelers win. The Steelers win the division. If the Ravens win this game, they win the division. And the Steelers lose somehow to the Big Kitty Cats from Cincinnati, then the Ravens win the division as well. And the Ravens here are looking to lock up the four seed, which should become the three seed if the Texans lose. And then also the Texans win, the Patriots lose, the Texans move up to the second seed, which I, I forgot to talk about that earlier. Oh, glad that you're mentioning an hour in. It's important to remember that. No! Hey, sometimes people forget here and there. Yeah, talk about the greatest over there. I'm not the greatest. So, Baker Mayfield, without Hugh Jackson, weeks one through eight, negative 141 DYAR, negative 20.5% DVOA, eight touchdowns to six interceptions, 6.10 adjusted net yards attempt. Without Hugh Jackson, uh, 427 DYAR, a DVA of 4.5%, 3,065 yards, 21 touchdowns to 11 interceptions, and 6.52 adjusted net yards in attempt. So, Hugh Jackson, Grace worst coach. coach of all time. Great coach. I'm so glad he's gone. I'm glad I can watch the Browns. And Baker Mayfield is a lot of fun. If you had to start a team and you had to pick a head coach, would it be Jeff Fisher or Hugh Jackson? Uh, Jeff Fisher. Oh, great. He's better than Hugh. He's the worst coach I've ever watched. Yeah, I made my end of that. Sandwich. I would love for him. The problem like, is your quarterback's going to be ruined either way. Did they call Hugh Jackson a quarterback coach too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was a good offensive coordinator for Andy Dalton in 2016. Yeah. That was a year whenever Dalton got hurt and he broke his hand. Man. On, the, on the Steelers' helmet. Oh, yeah. And the A.J. McCarron came in. And he won. He has the worst tattoos. Yeah, worst tattoos I've ever seen. 
Alright, going back to this game here though. I'm excited. You're excited. I, got, I feel like I got blood in the cell. Alright. This is going to be all out battle to where Cleveland is also fighting for a winning season. Because they want to be 8-7-1. They want to be 8-7-1. When was You're the last exactly. time that happened? Man, Probably I the last time we had the playoffs in like 2008. Yeah. I would guess it was 2008. Either way, this is they're, they're fighting for something. I mean, even last game. Just like to we're go all fighting for something all the time, Taylor. Oh my god, <laughs> you're just you're ruining my little segments that I had prepared. This is mental toughness because you're talking you're talking about your emotional distress you're right to now. It. This is mental toughness. You're like a puppy that wants my attention at all times. You're supposed to, yeah, I get stronger. I'm trying to get you stronger. stronger. I need to beat you so you get stronger. I'm already strong. Oh my god. All right. Either way, though, I. I feel like, man, Baker is a real freaking deal, along with Nick Chubb, though. Yeah, of course. Nick Chubb is solid behind the line. We had 19 carries, 112 yards last game. I mean, I'm. this is insane when it comes to this team, and it has me worried because just to your point, and just like what we talked about, even in the past episodes, I've been on this Baltimore bandwagon. Yeah, I started this bandwagon. With Flacco, everybody is now jumping on Taylor's wagon. And you know what? I'm still driving. Do you have more room on your wagon? I don't. I no, don't. Not for you. Not for you at all. I'm not trying in this wagon. So, why do I keep hearing reports that everyone's like looking at uh, Jim Harbaugh? No, he's going to stay next year. Uh, now they're talking about contract extension. Because I was yeah. hearing before that, yeah, teams were also getting excited to hear from him. Yeah. I was a little worried about that. So going back to the other side with Cleveland and their head coach situation and 2019, to my other point, because I have to speed this up, Bruce Arians, is he the head coach next year for the Cleveland Browns? It'd be cool because he throws the ball downfield. We need need more guys to throw the ball downfield. If you are the Cleveland Browns, and Bruce Arians said that publicly, why are you not on the phone immediately? They can't do that yet until the season's over. Um, Yeah, like somebody is not texting him. Hey. XOXO Gossip Girl. Uh, what color is his little Kegel hat? Is that how you say know. it? Is it's, it Kangle or Kegel? It's gotta be brown at this point. I have, what, what, you know that silly little hat he wears? I feel like it's called Kegel hat, but I don't think it's called that. I don't even know what a Kegel hat is. I think those are like your like muscles <laughs> around your hips, you know? Okay, can I, can I just go back? <laughs> okay, thank you. Either way... I am pretty darn excited when it comes to this game. Lamar Jackson, real deal. So my other thing to you is, is he a starting quarterback next year? Yeah, of course, 100%. 100%? Yeah. So why wasn't Tim Tebow a starting quarterback? We're not doing this. Why was he not a starting quarterback in the NFL, man? It was a different NFL back then. Well, it was different, or maybe it's because a head coach wanted to, uh, I don't know, put an offense around a quarterback that had special skills. Yeah, it made sense. Now, yeah. It made sense, too, to with Tim Tebow. Once you think that, it would make sense to insinuate those skills as well. Yeah, I think like, Tim Tebow would be very good in this offense. Just, oh, there it is. That's all I wanted to know. It makes no sense. Oh, look at Lamar Jackson. Look how great he is. Tim Tebow was shat on by every single media outlet saying, why is this guy playing? It's worst football we've ever seen. It's boring. He's not doing anything. The Baltimore Ravens football... It's the worst football to watch on Planet Earth. Unless no. you are a fan of the ball. Stop it. All right. No, no, I'm not letting you continue or finish. The Baltimore Ravens, because by the way, Mr. Monday Night Football, the Rams versus Chiefs was so wonderful. It was fun. I was the one that hated on it. I don't want to hear it right now. It was now. fun. No, I, like, I mean, the I can Ravens like The Ravens are so boring. 
that it's ridiculous. Unless you are a fan of the Baltimore Ravens. Tackling? Do you like tackling? Yeah, wonderful. I'm glad you brought up something that happens in every single football game. But tackling well is a skill. The Ravens are one of the best tackling teams out there. You're making me sick right now. All right. So here's the thing with the Ravens offense. So they do – they run the same plays that everybody's run forever. They run lead. They run counter. They run inside zone. It's just a better quarterback, though. No, no. It's just like a glass of water. And then they take that glass of water and they they squeeze a little bit of lemon in it. So now they're running counter, but they're running play action off counter. They're pulling two offensive linemen to the left, running a bootleg off of it. They run zone. They run power, but they have the fullback running, running lead as well, too. But they're reading the outside linebacker where if he comes inside, Jackson keeps it, goes outside. The fullback blocks it. Or I mean, he keeps, he keeps it inside. The fullback blocks it. They run uh, just a regular lead play. Or if the outside linebacker comes outside because they're worried about Jackson, you know, keeping it, handing it off to the running back, now you got a good old power play. And it's like they're taking all these different plays that we've seen forever, and they're just making them a little bit tastier, a little dash of lemon to them, making them a little bit more fun. And the other thing that I like about the Ravens, too, is that their offensive coordinator is Greg Roman. He was offensive coordinator of the 49ers during Harbaugh. And, like, the power run stuff is awesome. It's a lot of fun to watch. Somebody does it that often. And I love, like, those backfields that have two tight ends and a running back. Those uh, those full house backfields are a lot of fun, too. I like all the pullers, like all the manipulation. And so, you're like, yeah, like, it's not that much fun, I guess, at times to watch somebody run the ball 45 times. But the way they do it is really interesting. And, like, just watch the line of scrimmage and watch how they pull, watch how they block back on guys, and how Lamar Jackson just manipulates the defense, do it with his legs alone. It's a lot of fun. It's a good time. Okay. Also, they tackle really well. So the only thing I got out of that was, what lemon do you use that makes a sound? Because if you have a lemon that makes that sound, you need to take it back to the grocery store. Well, what sound does a lemon make then, Taylor? I don't know. It's a hard sound to make. I say. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. It's disgusting. All right. So I'm not going to lie to you. That was the only thing I paid attention to out of the entire ramble you just mentioned there. So going back to my points and what I was saying about this game. Well, if, if the Houston Texans lose. You just interrupted me. Say, oh, well, my God. If the Houston Texans lose and they have to play the Ravens in the playoffs, I'll write an elaborate article on the Ravens run offense and send it to you. Be like, okay, this is good. I like this. Okay, I'm going to immediately delete that email, so don't send me anything. No, it's made a link in a text message. Okay, well, I'm going to delete you that. You can't delete text, text messages. I can delete you from my messages and block you as a caller. That's fine. That's what I'm going to do. So, can I please speak now? Because otherwise, I'm going to block you as a caller. Man. Yeah, that's where I'm at. So, I'm going to throw this out there to you. I'm jumping off my bandwagon. You're jumping off. There it is. There it is. Even after they beat the Chargers? You know why? I don't think they're going to win this game. I don't think they're going to beat the Browns. Mm. I think Baker Mayfield is going to beat the Browns. You think it's all or beat the, beat the Ravens. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I I think Baltimore is coming off. They're hot right now. They, they've won some close games. They've lost the close game against the Chiefs. They've just been kind of on this roll. I think the Browns are just going to own them. I don't know why. I have such a weird feeling about the game. So Hell. your tummy's telling you this. Yeah. And what's your brain telling you? My brain is telling me that Baker's gonna destroy them. Okay. So oh your whole body's telling you. Yeah, like my body, my head, my mind, everything is drawing me towards the Cleveland Browns right now. 
I wish I was not drawn to this team. I wish I was drawn to Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. I think it'd be fun if they somehow won because the Steelers lost. But you and I just both don't see that happening. And as much smack as I talked about the Pittsburgh Steelers, I think Lamar Jackson is going to lose this game. And it's not going to be because of him. I think it's going to be because Baker is the better quarterback. Well, I understand what you're saying. The only problem is that the Ravens have the third best pass defense. And the Browns have a very good run defense. The the Browns have a good pass defense because of the amount of blitzing that they do. And, uh, you know, their cornerbacks are pretty good. Jabril Peppers has been a lot better being used in a more conventional safety role instead of lining up, you know, 30 yards per line of scrimmage. But their run defense hasn't been very good this year. And so just because of that, I'm picking the Ravens. I'm, and that's like and that just kind of sums up. I'm I'm glad you just kind of wanted to crap all over my point by bringing it up. No, I understand. What you're no, saying. no, 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 no. You wanted to crap all over my point right now, just like you do with your own team. So it's okay. It's hey, okay. Hey, I'm a Texans fan, all right? Oh, goodbye. So, like I mentioned, man, I'm going with Cleveland Browns here. I like the pick. I'm going. I got them at 24, and I got the Ravens at 18. That'd be cool if it happened. That's where I'm at with it. I don't like it. I'm not proud of my this this prediction at all. <laughs> I, I hate it. I, I'm not feeling good. It's just, I, I think this is where the road stops. Yeah. Yeah, I, so I both for winning 26-20. And again, like, I just think they'll be able to run the ball, and they'll be able to stop Cleveland some. I just, you know what? I'm not, I, th- I think uh, you're gross. That's where I'm at. A little bit. So, <laughs> I might just mess around and get a little. I don't know what that means, actually. <laughs> uh, so, Sam Darnold or Baker Mayfield? Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield or Josh Allen? Baker Mayfield. Now, let me ask you, Baker Mayfield or Josh Allen? Uh, am I talking about, like, am I trying to win Matt, football games? Baker or? Mayfield or Josh whoa, whoa, whoa. Allen? That is what I'm There's asking. Two parts the first the one's too easy for you. I already knew that answer. I want this one. There's two parts to the question. Matt? Am I trying to win football games, or am no. I trying to have a good time? No, you're trying to do both. Am I trying to party? You're trying to do both. Or am I trying to build you're a successful both. franchise? If I'm trying to party, I'm picking Josh Allen. Okay, I want you to do both of them. I want you to party and win games. Who you taking? Uh, I can't do both, though. It's only one Oh, my God. You, I, can't, I can't grow my hair out and wear a dress shirt. Yeah, you can. Can't do it. How come you can have the, back in the day, the party in it's the back? It's not the back in the day anymore. This oh. is today. Whoa. People have mullets today. And they can't, they're not winning football games. Wait, wait. Somebody has to have a mullet in the football world. Nick, Somebody Nick Mullins, maybe? It's close. Dude, Nick Mullins has like the cleanest cut on Yeah, his last name, you know. That's what you went with? <laughs> yeah. That's what you went with? Were you trying to yeah. tell a joke? It was right funny. There? It was good. It was a horrible joke. All right. If I'm trying to win games, I'm picking Baker. If I'm trying to have a good time, I'm picking Josh Allen. Yeah, whatever. He's my favorite I, I quarterback. Need that. Continue on, please. All right. Baker Mayfield or Marcus Mariota? Baker Mayfield. <laughs> Baker Mayfield or Ryan Tannehill? Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield or Dak Prescott? And that is our show, and we are Baker, going to be Baker leaving. Mayfield or Deshaun Watson? I'd actually pick Deshaun. That's the easy one for me. Yeah, it's easy. Yeah. Baker, he's so good. Baker Mayfield or Carson Wentz? See, that's the problem, though. Because Carson, before the injury, I'm picking Carson. Carson this year, I'm going Baker. I pick Baker. Even with Carson last year, before the injury? Yeah, I pick Baker. Dude, Carson was on fire. His touchdown rate was too high. 
Yeah, so is your mom's, but you still uh, see her and talk to her. Yeah, but we have different a relationship. Imaginary <laughs> one, I have with Carson Wentz. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I, I mean, Baker's been the best quarterback in this class. He hasn't been my favorite quarterback, but he's been the best one. And it's awesome, just like, I love the difference between him with Hugh Jackson and him without Hugh Jackson. It's hilarious difference between the two. And again, Hugh Jackson's the worst coach of all time. So, what? maybe you know, what's with the Baker talking smack to Hugh Jackson? I don't know. Like, what is that about? He's done that his entire in his entire life. Yeah, but he really seems to hate Hugh Jackson. He's done that. Like, he, he did it to the Kansas Jayhawks. Like, that's just what he does. What, what is their motto? Rock, Chalk, Rock, Chalk Jayhawk, yeah. I guess. We play basketball, not football. I don't know. Yeah. I keep to leave, went to Kansas. I wonder how much money he got to go there. Dude, they don't do that in college. <laughs> they don't do that at all in college. I bet he got like $100 million to play there. Would you do it for $100 million? Yeah, I go to Kansas. Yeah. Get a good education. Yeah. Might, might screw around a little bit of fun, maybe. What do you mean by fun? Uh, like, do my homework. That's how you know. Is that what you did at Texas State? Hit the books hard. You didn't hit the books what hard. What was my GPA, Taylor? Your GPA was like 2.6. 3.8, dude. It was it was <laughs> 0.6 higher than Taylor's. That's fine. More like 2.6. No, dude. Are you kidding me? You see that I'm wall? actually like being boss right now. It was actually 4.0. Oh my god. No, it You make it me sick. I was in those classes with you. All you did was copy my notes. Mm-hmm. You copied what I was putting down. God. It really says more about the, the university than just about myself. Because I'm a very dumb man. But anyways, so recap for this week. Uh, we both have Houston. We both have the Colts. We both have the Chicago Bears. Uh, we both have the Pittsburgh Steelers, but you have the Cleveland Browns. I have the Baltimore Ravens. I feel like I'm the guy that like is was driving the bandwagon, put a rock on the accelerator, and then hopped out of the <laughs> hopped out of the door. Oh, you know you are. You're like the, like I'm that guy while everyone is still on no, the no. road, like oh, Doyle rules, Doyle rules. <laughs> you know what you are? You're like the the wolf of Wall Street, like. You gotta buy the stock. It's hot. It's hot. You gotta buy it. Talking about the penny stocks? And then you're sell, 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 sell. You got Bitcoin at the right time. That's what you did. That's ridiculous. Maybe. Who's, who knows? I feel like a cheater, dude. I feel disgusting. I, I feel do, dirty. I need to take a shower. I do want to see the Ravens play either the Chiefs or the Patriots in the divisional round. Because they can beat both those teams. That's what I was going to say. You think they'd beat the Pats? They can beat the Pats or the Chiefs. Yeah, but that's at Kansas City. It doesn't matter. They beat them at Kansas City. And also, the Chiefs can't stop the run at all. It's embarrassing how bad they are. The Chiefs can't stop anything, Matthew. <laughs> well, look, we'll talk more about that next week. And I'm so excited. we got playoff football coming up. Man. I'm going to be busy during those weeks. <sighs> I can't wait. I can't wait. Don't call me. So, we'll be back on Tuesday night. We'll be reviewing the Texans-Jaguars game and probably the AFC South Championship game after the Texans lose. Uh, and then we'll also be previewing the, the the wild card round of the 2018 NFL playoffs next Thursday or Friday evening, uh, depending on the phase of the moon. Who knows? We'll see. But thank you for listening about Red Radio. Thank you for being on tonight, Taylor. And my name's Matt Weston. And thank you for listening about Red Radio. And make sure to subscribe to the show. So I was going to say, man, hit the button. Hello. 
I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation, and I want to tell you about my new show, It Seemed Smart. It Seemed Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seemed smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain, or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission, or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart.